AM 630 KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Well, hello, everybody, and uh, Happy New Year. This is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at KSLR AM 630. We're so thankful to God for this new year, thankful to you for listening in, tuning in to uh, uh, the Word here in South Texas. And uh, we have we have here today with us uh, Pastor Randy Garcia. Uh, his church is being featured this week as the Church of the Week. Uh, he is with a Fortress Church here in San Antonio. Pastor Randy, so good to have you here in the studio. Well, it's my privilege, and thank you for the invite. Amen. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we want to go a little bit through a little bit about your personal background. What we mm-hmm. want to do, Pastor, is just to give folks an idea about who you are as a person, mm-hmm. what your church is about, what God has been doing there. And uh, we're hoping that someone, a few families, uh, perhaps will listen in and like what they hear and come out and take a look at uh, at who Fortress Church is and where they're at and, and come visit you in person. <laughs> so uh, Terrific. Let's start out with you a little bit about your background. Tell mm-hmm. us a bit about yourself. Well, I was, uh, I'm uh, originally from San Antonio, Texas. I was born, I kind of sometimes tell people, can't be much more San Antonio than I am because I was born at the Nix Hospital, which is on the Riverwalk, okay? Wow. So that is uh, very indicative of San Antonio. Now, do they have your picture hanging there? <laughs> well, <laughs> most wanted, okay? <laughs> no, but I was born and raised here in San Antonio, went to Jefferson High School, and I uh, won't tell you the year because it was many moons ago. Uh-huh. Huh? And then uh, uh, went to Bible school and then came back to San Antonio to graduate from UTSA, uh, and, uh, in the eighties and, um, praise God, uh, I guess, um, I guess I have a liking to San Antonio cause, uh, I've uh, been here all my life and love the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. How did you get started in ministry? Was this well, something you just kind of knew was going to happen? Well, you know, uh, um, I, I have, I've had the privilege, I had the privilege of growing up in a Christian home, in a mm-hmm. pastoral home. Uh, my parents, Raul and Bertha Garcia, have been pastoring for uh, over 61 years here in wow. San Antonio at, uh, El Sendero de la Cruz Assembly of God Church here. And I praise God for a godly, strong spiritual heritage Amen. that I was blessed to have. And um, I do have a, a family, many of my families, not just my dad, uh, but uh, others in my family are also uh, highly involved in, in ministry. Uh, uncles, aunts, uh, my brother and brother-in-law, just just uh, very, very ministry-oriented. And I'm the baby of the family, okay? Oh, yeah? I'm the baby of four siblings and so when I came along, um, I, I told the Lord when I was a teenager, I don't want to be a pastor, uh, mm-hmm. mainly because I didn't want to ride the coattails of my dad. Uh, you know, I, I love my dad. I love what he does. Uh, but uh, I kind of wanted to be different. I don't yeah. know if that if, uh, if that makes any sense or not. So I kind of thought well, it obviously didn't make sense to God. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I I loved helping out when I grew up. I yeah. would uh, help out in uh, in leading worship. I'd yeah. sing on the on an ensemble. I'd do sound. I'd clean the church. I'd lock up the church. I would do children's church. I'd lead VBS. I'd teach Sunday school. Wow. I, I'd love to help out in the different areas of ministry. Uh, but I always said I wouldn't go into full time pastoral ministries mm. and. And uh, that's why I actually pursued my business degree from UTSA. Uh, and so it wasn't until in my mid-20s after I'd graduated from college that the Lord really um, really had to 
uh, wake me up, so to speak, and really, um, really open my eyes to what his will was for my life rather than what I wanted. Yeah. And so at that point, I switched gears and, uh, and realized, you know, this is something that God wanted, uh, for my life. And, and so I pursued it and, uh, and now I've been in, uh, in full-time, uh, pastoral ministries for, uh, 22 years. Wow. So you're mm-hmm. living proof and living testimony that God's ways are not our ways. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I am living proof. That's wow, right. That's wow. right. And so now you've been, uh, pastoring your own congregation here. Mm-hmm. Uh, through the grace of God for 17 years. 17 years. Yes, yeah, 17 oh, years ago. Amazing. Uh, started Planted Fortress Church. Nice. And, uh, and so, uh, once again, it's amazing how God opens doors uh, that we don't always anticipate. Uh, but God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. What would you say, Pastor Randy, to um, someone that, that is struggling with the same thing that you maybe you struggled with a few years back when maybe mm-hmm. they find themselves right now at that point where they're saying, I know deep down inside of me that God has called me to to pastor. Mm-hmm. I know he's called me to some form of ministry, but they're fighting it because, mm-hmm. you know, their mind's telling them something else, uh, mm-hmm. to to go pursue something else. What are your words of wisdom for them? Well, first of all, it takes a lot of faith and and um maybe I lack some faith at the beginning uh, not believing that God could use someone like me. I was uh, once again I was the the baby of the family and 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 uh, not a whole lot of people believed that uh, I had what it took to uh, uh to pastor and so I had to have faith in God that it was God doing it and, and not me. The, this the second thing is is make sure it's God that it's yeah. not a um uh make sure you don't wake up one morning and, and want to do something and it was based on, you know, too many uh, too much hot sauce on my tacos the night before, right? Amen. <laughs> yes, I know. But, um, uh, you know, I, I, in my case, I took a lot of time to pray and to seek God, uh, and listen to the voice of God. It took uh, a lot of, um, uh, just, you know, wanting to make sure, uh, that this was God. And when it, when I finally made that decision, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that, that it was God leading me in this direction. Uh, did it take faith? Yeah, it took a lot of faith because yeah. I was uh, managing a store at that time. And to step out of business and into uh, ministry was uh, was a big step. And, um, you know, when my degree from UTSA was business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how difficult is it to mm-hmm. be in a family that is so involved in ministry? I mean, your dad, as you mentioned, has been mm-hmm. pastoring for such a long time. Mm-hmm. To to step back from that and find your own identity in Christ and pursue something different outside of, you know, obviously still related in ministry, but right. not necessarily in the same church, because I'm sure there are plenty and plenty of people mm-hmm. that are listening now and have been through the same type of process or maybe even are going through that now where, mm-hmm. you know, they've so appreciated and they honor their parents, they honor the ministry. Maybe they're not even related. They've honored their pastor there, mm-hmm. but they know inside of them that God is now saying, okay, now time to cut the umbilical cord. I've got this new chapter for your life, and I'm taking you on to this this other part of ministry. How do you mm-hmm. how do you do that without offending, without you mm-hmm. know the difficulties of that transition? Mm-hmm. You know, there's no cookie cutter way, uh, and not and there's some who are called to pursue and, uh, for example, take over a ministry uh, that maybe their their dad had. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Joel Osteen, of course, is a great example right. of that when he stepped into his dad's uh, uh, shoes after his dad passed away. And, and and a great, great man of God. God is using Joel in in, in great ways. Other times, others have uh, stepped out in, in other ministries. You yeah. know, Ed Young Jr. and Andy Stanley. Right. Uh, and we can go on and on. 
And so there's no, um, it's not always a given one way or the other. Bottom line is we need to be attuned to what God wants. Um, I consider it a privilege because I learned a whole lot from my dad. Mm-hmm. I learned a whole lot from uh, my other family members who are in, in ministry. And, um, uh, even to the point that, uh, you know, I even said, you know, do I really want to get into ministry? Because it's difficult, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know that, Pastor Mark. And, oh, yes. And, and it's difficult. And to do uh, to do that was a huge step of faith. And uh, I had to make sure, once again, that this was God calling me and not uh, myself or mm-hmm. anyone else. And uh, and I had to make sure. In fact, you know, when I was pursuing the calling, uh, even when I had some talks with my dad about stepping into ministry, uh, my first response is no, no, no. And and I just waited and and, and um, kept on uh, doing the business thing, so to speak. And yeah. it wasn't until uh, later on down the road that I realized, you know what, this is definitely God. Yeah. And um, but um, you know, I praise God for. Uh, for the different types of uh, ministries I've mentioned in my family, there's uh, we have missionaries, we have evangelists, we have pastors, uh, wow. we have a, my brother's a messianic rabbi, so we have an assortment of different types of of ministry, and I praise God for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Take us take us 17 years back when mm-hmm. this is day one. You're just you're, okay. <laughs> you're walking into your new chapter, and uh, uh-huh. here we go. We're going to get Fortress Church started. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I've had the pleasure of walking through the hallways there, and your mm-hmm. in your building, and walking into your sanctuary, and and I see the blessings of God all over the place. Uh, they're very evident. But mm-hmm. uh, like any any other big ministry, you start out somewhere. You start mm-hmm. out small, and you begin to grow. Right. Tell, tell me about the growth of your faith and how things got going from the very beginning, because mm-hmm. I'm sure you didn't start out with uh, 400 people just all <laughs> of a sudden from one day to the other. Or did you? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It, it, it's a lot, and it's a long process. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one of the things um, I knew it was of God, the early years when we first started the church, uh, you know, what I would do is, is every Sunday would I'd load up a sound system in my minivan. I had a minivan mm-hmm. back then. I loaded up in my minivan, uh, pull up at uh, two hours before church started, uh, unload the, the speakers, the soundboard, the keyboards, the drums, unload it, and I had a couple guys helping me with set up for church. I hear a lot and of then, pastors driving around saying, amen, amen. brother, that's you me. Know, I, I know. <laughs> and and so, uh, you know, and sometimes I had to ask, okay, Lord, is this what you, uh, uh, what I haven't planned? It, it was a lot of hard work. You know, yeah. and I'm, do I regret that? No, I don't regret that. Um, but to do all that, uh, you know, when, when it was, uh, when we started meeting, you know, in a, in a party house, you know, and then and then we started meeting at a at a school a cafetorium, mm. uh, you know. But it was a lot of work, and and to take it down when church was over, and yeah. and and load it back up in my van and pull it up, and then uh, drive into my garage and lo- unload it, you know, for the week, uh, and then do home groups during the week. Yep. Um, it was it was a lot of work, you know, and uh, but I knew that it was of God, and it was. Uh, when you know that it's God telling you to do something, um, uh, it's hard to say no to God. Yeah. And that's that's what it came down to. You know, I've, I've come to realize that there's a special group of people that God calls to a church plant. Mm-hmm. Because I think, just generally speaking, um, I think a lot of us just as Christians, we kind of get lazy sometimes. And we just mm-hmm. want to go in somewhere where we can just go and sit down and rest and be fed. Whereas uh, if you go and become a part of a church plant, there's a lot of work involved. There That's are right. many hats you got to wear. That's right. And so it takes uh, like a special breed of people that God has put together to to help a church out. So um, 
Again, let me have you talk to some of the folks that are listening that are part of a church plant. You know, the pastor might have big visions and big dreams of where the Lord has taken them and the many souls that they'll be able to reach with the gospel. But right now, they're meeting at that civic center. They're meeting somewhere, Mm -hmm. in some some cafetorium somewhere, Mm -hmm. and and they're just trying to get going. What kind of person... um, that's a part of this church. What's the type of question I'm trying to get to here? What does it take for someone to stay locked into mm-hmm. a small church looking at the vision? Well, what, mm-hmm. what, what do they really need to get a hold of in order to really stick it out and not give up and say, you know what, this is just too much work. i got to go somewhere <laughs> else where I can just sit down. In a similar vein that I just said a while ago that when God calls you to do something, it's hard to say no to God. God not only calls pastors to church plant, but God calls individuals and yeah. uh, and ministry leaders and families to church plants as well. And I would just say, don't say no to God. If this is what God is calling you to do, uh, don't say no to God. Because if if it's God's doing, uh, then God's gonna God's gonna do it. He's yeah. gonna do it. Now He does use us. Now if He's if you say no, then God will choose someone else. And I don't want to be. Uh, the one that God says, okay, you're not going to do it. Okay, I'll just just you know yeah. get off to the sidelines. Uh, I'm going to use somebody else. I don't want to be on the sidelines. Yeah. That's that's me. I want to be on the field. I want to be doing things for God. I want to experience the victories. Uh, but if you're going to be on the field like a typical football player, right? There's a lot of practice, a lot yeah. of hard work, a lot of preparation. Uh, but it's worth it all. Yeah. Well, the people that are walking in today through the doors of Fortress Church mm-hmm. uh, have a lot to be thankful for, for the, all of those mm-hmm. people that uh, that paid with blood, sweat, and tears <laughs> there at the beginning of Fortress That's Church. Right. That's they right. They paved the way. They paved mm-hmm. the road so that today they could walk into a mm-hmm. nice, comfortable mm-hmm. location and just enjoy the fruits of their labor. That's right. And yours as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the... Uh, uh, when we bought our property, we have 11 acres in Prue Road. Uh, it was nothing but brush, and mm-hmm. we we spent uh, many a Saturdays, uh, work days, uh, with bulldozers and wow. and uh, um, and you know uh, dozens of men and even ladies who would go out there and help uh, clear the brush and prepare for our future building where we're meeting at now. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, our Saturdays was a lot of hard work, even. Uh, even the ladies would bring tacos and other things nice. to, hey, to every keep us going. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the taco ministry is very, very much yeah, appreciated. Right. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Amen. So today you get to enjoy a vibrant church, a wonderful congregation. Tell us, talk to us about mm-hmm. the culture, what's going on inside uh, inside mm-hmm. the walls and within the congregation of Fortress <laughs> Church. Well, God, uh, God has us. Um, if if any of your listeners. Uh, are familiar with uh, Northwest San Antonio, where we're located. It's a very uh, multicultural. We're not too far inside of Loop 1604 and Bandera Road. And our church is, is uh, very indicative. Uh, we have um, uh, we have uh, worship services. We'll, we'll co- go over the, the times in, in a minute. But we also have a Spanish ministry uh, that does Spanish worship. We have an African Christian fellowship that meets every Sunday afternoon. Uh, we have an India Pentecostal fellowship that meets every Sunday on our campus. Uh, and we also partner with Rabbi Randy Shapiro and Beth Simka Messet congregation to do a, uh, a, a Shabbat service every Saturday wow. morning. Um, so we have, uh, our, our campus now today, uh, you know, if you put all that together with what's under our umbrella, we typically have, you know, seven or eight worship services a week and some of them are, are ethnically uh, based, that's and awesome. and I love that because uh, that's the way. To me, that's the way it's going to be in heaven. We're going right. to be side by side with people from every tongue, every tribe, yeah. every nation, uh, worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ before the throne, and uh, and so 
Uh, our culture is, you know, we do strive to be, um, uh, to be multicultural. We strive to, uh, we are affiliated with the Assemblies of God, and I praise God for a great denomination that we are accountable to. Yeah. Uh, but we call ourselves Fortress Church because we don't want any denominational label uh, to keep anyone from stepping into our facilities mm-hmm. and worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so people from different uh, uh, ethnic backgrounds, religious backgrounds, walk into Fortress Church and enjoy uh, a, a great worship service. Well, but I've also heard that when you get to heaven, the the official language is going to be Spanish. Yeah. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you've heard? Yeah, well, because the Apostle Paul, before he went to heaven, he had to go to Spain, I guess. I guess you know, <laughs> that's what I hear. Right? All right. Well, well, we'll have to wait and find out, <laughs> see what happens. That's right. That's All right. right. So we're now at the beginning of the new year. We just mm-hmm. finalized. We just finished our first full year. Tell me, what what has God shown you for the 2012? Mm-hmm. What's, what's going on, and uh, what are you feeling, What or what do you know God is uh, getting ready to do there with you guys? One of the things that, that uh, uh, our primary focus this year at Fortress Church, our theme is Karam Deo, which is a Latin phrase that means in the presence of the Lord. And one of the things that I, I always do uh, towards the end of any year, and I did this back in November uh, a couple months ago, is as I was seeking the Lord, I was I was simply asking, Lord, what do you want for us as we prepare for 2012? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I really... Uh, believed it was a couple of instances that the Lord took me in my personal devotional time uh, to the power of the presence of God and the New Testament, the Old Testament, times with Moses, times with Abraham, uh, and the New Testament, times with, with, with Paul, um, that the presence of the Lord and, and uh, the power of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2 and all really, really tied in to um, to what I believe God wants us to do. So we've adapted that as our theme for 2012, Karam Deo, in the presence of the Lord. And we are going to spend time in the presence of the Lord. One of the things that happened this past year uh, is is this, and I'm just going to explain it to you this way. God is just really showing us uh, what it really means to be in the presence of the Lord, and mm-hmm. we want to take it to another level. Um, in a few minutes, I'm going to give you our, our worship schedule. Uh, but last year, we used to have a 9 o'clock worship and a 1045 worship. Uh, we've since then, a few months ago, changed it to 9 and 11. And uh, and the reason is is because um, we were experiencing the presence of the Lord in, in, in such a powerful realm uh, that we needed to expand our worship times. And that's quite unique uh, today because I have noticed that there's churches around, and and I hope I don't come across in a con- condemning way. Mm-hmm. Uh, please don't get me wrong, but there's some churches that are geared to do a quick 45-minute, uh, 50-minute, one-hour worship service. Come in, come out, see you later. God bless you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. And and there's some people who who want to do the quickie thing, yeah. you know, and and in the midst of all that, God showed me, no, 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 uh, we need to spend time mm-hmm. in the presence of the Lord, Karam Deo. And wow. so we have we have literally, you know, uh, we don't go the quickie thing. You know, I, uh, if I want to sit down for a good meal, I'm not going to go to McDonald's. I'm sorry, Pastor That's Mark. True. Okay, yeah. I don't want fast food worship. Yeah. I don't. Very I want good. to sit down. I want to have a nice meal with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, spend time in his presence and not rush it. And that's what the Lord has been teaching us. Don't rush my prayer. Now, I praise God for the other churches that do the quickie thing and the fast food, you know, worship services for them. Uh, great. I, I don't want to come across condemning. Sure. But I really believe for us at Fortress Church, uh, we want to spend time, uh, for example, in the uh, 
Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages. I, have you, mm-hmm. I assume you're probably familiar with that. Yes. You know, what are the five? Lo- how can we love on God? Well, one of them is is quality time. You know, and to come in and have a 45 minute worship service where you a uh, few songs, a short message, no altar call, mm. and see you later. God bless you. That's not spending quality time. That's not loving on yeah. Jesus. You know, and. Um, you know, and then and then we we talk about uh, uh, the touch from the Lord. You know, the five love languages, the giving God gifts, and that's all part of of loving on God. We talk about acts of service, doing things for the kingdom, and and so on and so forth. And uh, once again, quality time, and 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 those are just a brief overview. Uh, we want to spend time in the presence of God. We want to spend time loving on the Lord Jesus Christ. So. When the Lord was showing us that in these last few months, I realized, wow, this is this is where it's at. And so, uh, and you know, there may be some people uh, who've who've honestly may have left Fortress Church because uh, they want the quickie thing. And sure. you know what? Praise God. They're, they're, you know, I'm just. This is just our culture. We want to love on Jesus. Yeah. We're not going to rush it. We're going to spend some time. And we're going to have quality time at the altar, giving people an opportunity to respond to the worship and to the teaching of God's Word. I think we've turned into a fast-paced society where mm-hmm. yeah, everything's uh, – it's a microwave society. We yes. Want, we want convenient drive throughs uh, We want convenient stores. We want everything fast, quick mm-hmm. and ready, ready for pickup, ready to go. And we take that mentality of our busyness in the world, busyness and business – and bring it into the church, and uh, we want the same thing. We want it mm-hmm. quick. Let's do three songs, three-point sermon. I'm out of here. Got to make it to lunch because i got a million other things i got to take care of. Exactly. And we forget that this is, like you said, this is really a time that we ought to spend in the presence of God. So I commend you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there, there. we were speaking off uh, off the microphones a little while ago about mm-hmm. people finding the right church. And, mm-hmm. and yes, mm-hmm. um, if, if you are listening right now and want to learn more about how to Spend more of your time in the presence of God. Maybe you're a worshiper. You desire to to go into a deeper worship. Then we'll invite, we invite you to come out to uh, Fortress Church uh, with Pastor Randy Garcia, as he mentioned a little while ago. Uh, they're located off of Prue Road. The address exactly is 7760 Prue Road uh, there in San Antonio. And um, if you want to get a hold uh, of them and just get some more information, look them, look them up online. It's fortresschurch.org, www.fortresschurch.org. Um, Sunday services are at 9 a.m. Uh, at 10.30 a.m. is a Spanish service, and at 11 a.m. is a, is another service in English. So, again, English services are 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., correct? That's right. On Sundays, mm-hmm. and then 10.30 a.m. on Sunday in Spanish. And then uh, there's a, a Wednesday service at 7 p.m. Fortress Church with Pastor Randy Garcia. Pastor Randy, um, I'd like for you to just extend out to, to everyone and just just pray a, a blessing for 2012. Just give us some words of encouragement by means mm-hmm. of prayer just for this new year. And we're just expecting God to do some amazing things. And I know he's going to do it in your life and your family and your ministry, everything that's going on at Fortress Church. We pray blessings over that. But will you just extend out to all of our listeners and just uh, pray a blessing over them? Amen. I'd, I'd love to do that. And I just, before I pray, just want to encourage um Every uh, every listener right now with this little uh, biblical principle that I have learned yeah. is that our faith in God uh, brings us eternal life, and I praise God for that. Uh, but our obedience to God is what brings the blessings. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of believers, a lot of Christians who are saved and going to heaven, but they are not experiencing the blessings of God. Mm-hmm. Our faith brings eternal life, but our obedience to God 
brings the blessing. So as I pray Amen. a blessing, I want us to realize uh, that it comes when we obey the Lord. And when we do that, we can experience the best of God's blessings for 2012. Yes. Father, we come before you. I come in agreement with Pastor Mark right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, thanking you uh, for 2011, a great year, Lord, where we've been able to experience some great things from you. Now, Lord, as we uh, unveil the great things that you have in store for us for 2012, it is our desire that we uh, would experience the greatness of all that you have for us. Lord, we thank you that as we place our faith in you, that we can experience eternal life, and we look forward to that. But Lord, we also want to experience the blessings here and now, and we recognize that we can experience the blessings when we are obedient to you and your word. So Lord, I desire, Lord, right now to declare the best of your blessings on every listener right now, that as we prepare ourselves for a great year, may we follow as you lead, Lord God. Uh, may we be sensitive to your spirit's calling. May, be, may we be men and women of prayer and of fasting and of seeking your will and seeking your presence. Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do, Lord, in advance. Yes. Uh, we believe it, Lord God. We thank ahead for all the things that we're going to experience in this year. And we believe that this will be a year of Karam Deo, living in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you once again, Amen. Pastor, for being here with us. Amen. Thank uh, you. Pleasure to have privilege. you here. On behalf of uh, all of your friends here at AM630 KSLR, we invite you to, to uh, go out and visit Fortress Church there with Pastor Randy Garcia. Once again, the address is 7760 Prue Road. Services are Sunday. English services 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Spanish at 10.30 a.m. Wednesdays again at 7 p.m. Look for them on the web. Uh, you can find them at fortresschurch.org. That's www.fortresschurch.org. If you want to give them a call there, speak to somebody. If you have a prayer request, would just simply like to talk to somebody. Uh, they're more than uh, happy to take your call. Their number is 210-523-8111. Pastor Randy, pleasure to have you. Thank you. It's been my privilege and uh, blessings upon you as well. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've had a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, simply submit your nomination at kslr.com. 